0: Today's podcast is brought to you by Auto Armor, Central Mississippi's premier automotive detail and ceramic coating shop. Located at 4394 Mangum Drive in Flowood, Mississippi. You can check them out online at autoarmorms.com and on social media at autoarmorms. That's A-U-T-O-A-R-M-O-U-R-M-S. Located right there in Flowood, Mississippi behind Merit Health Hospital. See you soon at Auto Armor in Flowood. We're not up on my ear. Turn me up over here.
1: All right, folks, we're back, and it's Thursday. Glad to be back here in the studio a little bit more. Maybe it's the other one there. Turn it a little bit more. There you go. Uh, it's Thursday. Glad to be back here in the studios, and uh, we have another celebrity producer here in the studios with us today, Mr. Mike Madison, working his uh magic back there behind the knobs. And uh, we're gonna tip the fedora to Jameson for yesterday's work, and uh. Our uh, regular producer should be back on Monday. Should he decide to grace us with his presence? You know, he, uh, he's he got to like that. He was the top dog of the year in sales around here. So uh, he's gotten the big head. And uh, so he's, we don't know what his attitude will be uh, come January. What will that will be the 10th. So uh, we'll all find out when we find out. Hold on here. Seems like I got a lot of uh, bass. Try this knob over here. Whatever it is you turn up over here. Let's see, keep going, keep going. That's not it either. Anyway, I mean, I can do it, it's just that I, I like a certain, just just turn that again, all the way, keep turning, there we go, a little bit back to your, this way, there we go. All right, I'm being a prima donna here with the knobs and things, but hey, I got to have what I have so I can uh, do my dope boy magic here, as they say. It is Thursday, it's going to be an open forum this first hour, and the next hour we're going to be having Sister Janie Johnson in the studios with us. And as you know, she's with Karen and Sharon. She used to write uh, op-eds for the Clarion Ledger, and uh, she's an inspiration. She's actually a Mississippi a treasure, if you will, because the wisdom that she departs is uh, basically it reminds you of what your grandmother and when your mother used to tell you. And uh, that type of wisdom does not go out of style, but she'll be here. She's got a book. Uh, that she has uh, released. This, uh, so I guess it's almost like a biography, autobiography. I guess it's autobiography if she wrote it. And we'll be talking about that and her life work. So just tune in. Also, folks, uh, again, want to remind you, our, the podcast of the Kim Wade Show, Xerox in a page off of Mike Madison. Uh, I have uh, gone on to the podcast rim also, so you can find the Kim Wade Show on Podbean, Beanpot.com. Podbeam, Spotify, uh, Rumble, TuneIn, Google, Apple, YouTube. I should be everywhere. And, uh, uh, you know, if you want to hear the old shows and things like that, uh, we're going to be kicking it up a notch here in the new year. we got a lot of stuff planned for the new year. I think you, the listeners and the sponsors, are going to be really pleased with what's coming down the pike. We're the little station that could. You know, we don't take any government money. We're like Mercy House Adult Teen Challenge. We're walking on faith every day. We make money the old-fashioned way. We get out there and beat the doors. So this is why I would say to you, we're in business. If you get a knock on the door from one of our WYAB salespeople, just give them an opportunity to make the pitch. You may not want to do anything. You may not want to do anything right now, but at least have the materials there and give us some consideration because we're fighting a good fight on behalf of freedom, not just for ourselves, but for everybody. Uh, we're not like Super Talk. Now, Talk will let you know baby it is i mean it's it's a NPR. what it is i mean it's public radio i mean they've got so many government contracts over there but you know I, I understand their their business model you know the money's green but don't you get it twisted they ain't gonna say anything against the government if the government says hey uh you got to take the shot and the shot is full of cyanide paul gallo be over there singing the praises of cyanide softball paul I mean, that guy there, ask him how long can he hold his, hold his breath underwater. I used to call him Bubbles. I'll go in the tank for you, boy. I'll go in the tank for you. But we used to have a little running. Uh, matter of fact, uh, when, when they first started cranking up over there, they used to put their billboards right there on Lakeland Drive across from the station, you know, trying to intimidate Radio Strongman. But nonetheless, uh, we've been in this time slot, and uh, they've uh, changed out host and co-host over there, I mean, they had everybody but Bubbles the uh, monkey that uh, uh, Michael Jackson had. Uh, but anyway, I mean, good luck. I mean, this is, you know, uh, JT and Dave, I knew those guys. Uh, they're good people. Well, Dave was a good guy. Dave, Dave was a good guy. Uh, JT was a good guy. And, uh, you know, we really didn't have much beef with Dave. I mean, me and Paul went back and forth and basically the the station itself. And believe it or not, I actually had a handshake deal to go over there early, early when they first started. And of course they welched on it, which is fine, it turned out because I couldn't have wore those handcuffs. You know, I got to be might. I got to be the strong man. I can't go over there. You can't talk about because that wouldn't have worked with me. Every day when you get off the show, they're gonna tell you what you could and couldn't say and what you shouldn't have said about something. Oh no. Now here at WYB, I don't get that. I don't get that. Now, I did get fired from J N T, but this was after uh, it was sold by Mr. Buchanan to the, uh, group that, uh, what was the name of it? I can't think of it that group out of New York, but anyway, uh, uh, then I got fired from over there for, uh, trying to start up a, a competing multiple listing service and the realtors association used the full weight of their local influence and got a brother fired, but that's okay. landed on my feet. Turned out to be better. Um, I'm free here on FEM and, uh, things are getting gooder and gooder, uh, As they would say, but anyway, we're it's all good in the neighborhood. This is the anniversary of the January sixth, the FBI insurrection, the coup uh, by the Department of Homeland Security, the FBI, and uh, the deep state to uh, steal the election and deny President Trump a second term. Excuse me, while giving him hell for almost five years, the year leading up to his. campaign, uh, excuse me, the year of his campaign and the four years he was in office. So we're celebrating the uh, uh, one-year anniversary of the FBI uprising there in D.C. Uh, The FBI operatives and informants and other paid uh, uh, individuals on behalf of the government were there egging on. In fact, all the people you have on video egging on the uh, people at the uh, so-called insurrection work for the FBI. The FBI hasn't arrested those people so we can safely say they're, let's just say they're mob affiliated. The guy who was taking down the barricades, the guy that was on top of the uh, uh, media tower shouting, barking out orders and telling people uh, to storm the Capitol and yeah, let's take it over and all that stuff, all FBI folks. So when you're sitting on one of these federal juries next time and they, they try to bring in that vaulted FBI uh, uh, evidence and stuff like that just realize mm, these people will lie. They got folks who've been sitting in jail almost a year now based on those lies. People who never went into the Capitol had to plead guilty just to get out of jail, otherwise they didn't know when they would be able to get out. And yet they say that the uh, Christian Patriots and Rednecks who, who attended the uh, uh, January 6th rally there in D.C. to stop the steal rally were the ones who were trying to steal this government when, in fact, they burned down half of America in the year leading up to the 2020 elections. And the FBI, hey, we don't see anything wrong here. They were like, the FBI was like Baghdad, uh, was it Baghdad Bob, during the Iraqi war, standing out there saying, the American troops, they are not here. We're uh, we're fine here in, Iraq. And in Baghdad. There is no presence of the American people. And bombs going off all around him. They got American soldiers in the back putting fingers over his head like, Folks, look, the truth of the matter is, it is our government that is the insurrectionist. The government ran by Joe Biden in the deep state and the holdovers from the Clinton, Obama, Bush administrations and the various federal agencies. Make no look. There's no doubt about it. Mr. Epps, one of the lead persons uh, of the uh, Oath Keepers. Has not been arrested. He was the one on top of the media tower barking out orders. He was going around D.C. the night before talking about how they were going to take over the Capitol. And yet Benny Thompson, fathead Homer, the black Homer Simpson of the 2nd District, didn't see fit to call this guy to the uh, 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 hearings that he's been holding. Because Benny Thompson, chairman of the uh, Homeland Security Committee, is part of the, uh, the insurrection. He's part of the crew. But that's okay. No lie can live forever. So we just sit here and pat our foot and wait for the kaboom of these folks going belly up. If they had what they said they would have, they would have presented it all today. They don't have anything. All they have is a bunch of media uh, echo chambers out there making the narrative of the January 6th insurrection being an attack on America when in fact all January 6th was was Americans coming down there to petition their government. And they want everybody else's phone records but Mr. Epps. They want to know who Sean Hannity talked to, but they don't want to know what Mr. Epps was up to. And yet we got video of the guy up there egging folks on. And yet they put people in jail who were egged on by Mr. Epps for even coming near the uh, nation's capital, capital building. No, these people are foul. They're grimy. They're slimy. They're dirty. They're crooked. They're corrupt, and they think that at the end of the day, that they're going to win. No, you're going to lose. And guess what? You're going to lose big in 2022. Because the American people see through it. They uh, they had a whistle. They have a whistleblower who has come forward and shown exactly because he was he was paid by the uh, uh, Zuckerberg groups to go out there and harvest the ballots. And he explains how it was done. I think uh, Joe Biden, the pedophile, won Georgia by, what, 12,000 votes, 20,000 votes, whatever it was. And this guy, based on his estimation, there's over a million votes that were stolen. When I say stolen, were illegally entered into the voting process. And this is showing up all over the country. Five more states are reporting similar things. These people are foul. So they said that anybody who came to D.C. to protest this corrupt uh, uh, effort by the FBI, DHS, Democrat Party, and rhino Republicans to steal this election from President Trump, that they're the ones who are trying to steal the government, this is projection, folks. These people are pure evil. They're in league with Dr. Fauci. That's why... This so-called scamdemic is never going to end. They're going to run the same playbook in 2022. We got to have uh, the type of voting uh, that we had in 2020, again in 2022, because it's just too dangerous to go out there. Man, listen, this Omicron is nothing but the seasonal flu. It's nothing but the cold, Okay. But if you want to continue to freak out and be bothered by it, all that means is that you watch too much CNN. That's all it means. And you read the Claren Ledger, and you also watch WLBT, C.J. LaMaster standing out there with the trench coat on, looking pensive and serious. And actually, he's just blowing smoke. But, hey, it's the hustle. It's the game now. The money is in the testing. The money is in running the scam, getting everybody fearful, telling you that you can't do this and can't do that. All this stuff is going to be found illegal. In many of you countries, excuse me, many of you companies that have been pushing this, you're going to get sued. The legal protection that's supposedly afforded the uh, vaccine makers is already, they pierced it themselves. The statute in which supposedly gives them this legal uh, immunity has specific steps that they have to take to afford themselves the legal immunity. And they're failing miserably in those steps. All it takes is some barrister, somebody with a bar card and some balls to challenge them. This is why the Take Back Mississippi initiative, which is a group of Mississippians who intend to uh, use the ballot box to turn out all these covid anxious politicians. You guys need to take over one district attorney's office out of the 82 counties. Put one district attorney in there with some balls to go after Fauci and all the other purpo- the medical uh, uh, Mississippi medical uh, advisory board or whatever they call themselves the folks who work under uh, work for the agency that uh, Fauci's over uh, over and hired Fauci go after them individually and in their in their capacity as directors and sue them because their immunity only. Covers the fact that they have uh, 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 followed the law, and they have not. We're going to take a break when we got come back. We have Mobile Bob. We'll be right back. All right, folks, we're back. Hey, turn that a little bit more. Oh, that's it. That's it right there. All right, folks, we're back. Railroad Pizza here in downtown Florida, Mississippi, stands at the ready to help you with the munchies. That's right, folks. Stop by Railroad Pizza today. You can get the poor boys, the wraps, the salad and, of course, pizza. But wait, they have more shrimp, oyster plates, catfish plates, Uh, the Lucky Fisherman. They have seared tuna plate. You can get it all there at Railroad Pizza located in downtown Florida, Mississippi, as they would say. Come on down. They're open right now, and they stand at the ready to help you out. Give them a call, 601-879-7700, 601-879-7700. Call in your order to have it ready for you, and you'll be good to go. You just got a taste for a salad. How about the house salad, the wedge, the chef, chicken salad, pimento cheese salad, the meredithan, uh, which is spinach, mushrooms, candied pecans goat cheese, red onions, and bacon served with raspberry, chipotle, vinaigrette. Uh, They got the Greek. They got the fried chicken, fried, uh, excuse me, the pizza salad. Folks, they have it all there at Railroad Pizza. As they would say, come on down. They'll create a a meal for you that will satisfy your taste buds. They also have the wings, boneless wings, uh, bone-in wings, whatever you got, the buffalo shrimp, onion rings, Fried oysters, quesadillas, a whatever they call it, Southwest egg rolls, pickles, sticks. Folks, they've got it all. Munchie City Railroad Pizza, downtown floor, Mississippi. All right, folks, it is an open forum. We're expecting Janie Johnson to come roll into the studios here anytime now. And uh, we want to just remind you, folks, nobody, not one person arrested by the corrupt FBI in relationship to the January 6th incident has been charged with treason or insurrection. Not one. You see how these people will lie? They're lying like tacked down carpet, flat line on all four corners, just tacked down. This is why I keep saying, folks, this is a battle uh, of the wheels. This is how bad do you want freedom and how bad do they want to take your freedoms for you? from you this is like arm wrestling the question is are we the American people up to the task there are more of us than there are of them when President Trump gets back in there and now they're trying to uh invoke the 14th amendment to keep president Trump. see this is why this whole January 16th is important to them they're trying to tie President Trump to this so-called insurrection so they can invoke invoke the 14th Amendment, whereas the 14th Amendment prevents anyone, and it was written up for the purposes of keeping white Democrats from running from office who uh, fought uh, for the South. And they're trying to use that against President Trump by by having uh, uh, Benny Thompson, Homer, the black Homer Simpson, uh, conduct this hearing to try to come up with evidence that uh, President Trump created or tried to cause a coup or insurrection. Uh, at every step of the way, this president, Donald J. Trump, who, by the way, is a real president, has followed the law. In fact, Donald Trump is the only one who's been following the law during this whole five-year ordeal. When everybody else was breaking the law, habitually stepping on the line of the law, Donald J. Trump, who, by the way, is a real president and a real man and a man of God, Continues to do the right thing, honor and adhere to the Constitution, and the law. But the oh, we got Mobile Bob on the line. My my bad, I'm into my rant again. Mobile Bob, sorry about that, buddy.
2: Hey, hey man, hey. Hey, no, I was enjoying it. <laughs> your mom, your log is as usuals, spot on, correct, <laughs> and like you said. All they ever, the left ever does is project. Mm-hmm. They project onto us the things that they are. They accuse us of doing the things they are actually doing. Right. There was a coup. That. There was an insurrection. Yeah, the insurrection was robbing us lawful citizens our right to vote. That's right. And, and, and while well, with fraudulent uh, mail-in ballots or and, and ballots chucked in in the middle of the night while like you uh, while people's backs were turned and you just load and rigged the ballot. That's your insurrection. There you go. And this what's supposed to happen on January sixth, like you said earlier. All the violence and all the burning and all the, the looting and rioting that took place in Left Wing City from the George Floyd protest and Black Lives Matter protest. And like you said, that guy on CNN look like Baghdad Bob with oh, it was a mostly peaceful protest while a building's burning up behind. <laughs> where's that with during January sixth? Right. Where where's that? Only thing they can show what, one little window bend, or door window being broke out? That's the most yeah. they can show in the Capitol building? Right.
1: That's right. That's what I'm saying. These people are shameless, but again, they're in pursuit of power and power forever. I said that if they ever got back into power, they would never relinquish power again. Not, I mean, whatever it takes, if it means being legal or illegal, they'll do whatever it takes. They'll argue the law if the law's on their side. They'll argue against the law
2: if it's not. And again, like you said, if it wasn't for a phony crisis, the left wouldn't have any crisis at all—a climate crisis. We're gonna die in a year with two degree temperature change. A pan a pandemic. Oh, mm-hmm. uh, if you walk out your house and you wear a mask, you don't take this—you don't take these six shots. You're gonna—you're gonna die. You're gonna die. You're gonna die. Everything with them is a, full of a lie, and they are full of baloney. And now he'll be all with like so-called January 6th. If you wouldn't mention January 6th to anybody, nobody would even remember that it happened. Right. And that would have been, like, what, two days after it happened? Right. Because there was no lasting building being burned down. In fact, uh, that church that got burned down in front of the White House, there, mm-hmm. there's what happened. That was, that was once again, another Black Lives Matter protest. That's right. So, so building up gets burned down in Washington, but it's not because of the so-called insurrection January 6th. And like you said, it's amazing how they are still afraid of Donald Trump. That's right. And all the stuff that they've done to him, and you're still afraid of him. Mm-hmm. Because you know that if you leave him alone, and you let the people really vote what they'll do to you. Yeah, you're absolutely
1: right. They're, they're terrified of Donald Trump. They're terrified of the people that Donald Trump represents. And that's why they're going all out to do what they do. These people who are being held in the jails of Washington, D.C., Life. Folks, all these folks, all you folks who get exercise about Rosewood and Wall Street, Black Wall Street, look, you, you, you're you more than willing to do that to white people. That's what's happening really? up there in D.C. The D.C. police killed two people. They beat them to death on January 6th. They were going to beat a third person to death who was happened to be black. He was saved by a white guy who they took to jail who's still in jail. And it was always these. It was, I mean, they got video of these black police officers, and particularly this black woman, just welling on this lady, beat the woman to death. A George Floyd, Rodney King moment. In all you black races out there who ain't about doing things right, you about getting even. Guess what, Hoss? Get even works, works
2: both ways.
1: Works yeah, both ways. Yeah, they lied
2: about the black security guy going, Whoever I think it was some guy who got who's supposed to die from somebody hit him with what, a fire hydrant of oh, well, a fire extinguisher. Right. And that was a lie. Everything the left promotes does not believe in is an utter and patent, patent lie. And the only one who died in January 6th was an innocent white woman who was just, uh, when a security guard shoots at her, through a glass, through a door, and shoots at her here. That's the only person to die from that. And they, like you see, everybody else, they haven't even charged with anything, let alone insurrection.
1: And, and, that guy, the black guy that shot that woman, I mean, that was a Derek Chauvin moment. He may as well stood on her neck. He just right. point blank. I mean, he, he was about three feet from her. The, the, the barrel of the gun was about three feet from the woman, and he pulled the trigger. He knew he was – matter of fact, he was in more danger extending his hand out to her to shoot her than he was from anything that she was doing because somebody else could have grabbed his hand through the door. I mean, this is, I mean, again, these people are trying to let you know, folks, this stuff is not going to get any better. These people are evil hearted people. The blacks who are perpetrating this in D.C., they have the same heart as Bull Connor. That That black mayor up there is just as evil in her heart as the folks who stood in the doorway down in Alabama and Arkansas, mm-hmm. keeping on kids from coming into school. Same black heart.
2: Exactly. And then, again, the media has to to try their best to manufacture it. Like, they liberal have to try their best to manufacture outrage over there. because they know there is no outrage over there. You know, most people don't even care about it. And they, they know that, so they do their best they can to manufacture something, because that's all they do. Because they know it wasn't really anything. That may be one of the problems with the insurrection, is that maybe it, it, because it wasn't a real insurrection. I'm halfway, and I'm inclined to of believe, maybe that was one of the problems with it. <laughs> it wasn't an insurrection.
1: That's right. It wasn't a real one, huh? Yeah. Well, exactly. again, again, these people again they're banking everything on this insurrection for 2022, along with keeping the COVID scam. This is the reason why I had a problem with Tate Reeves. Tate Reeves enabled these people to go through with this scam, and he's going to do it again by pretending that this Corona Omicron uh, crap is worthy of shutting down all of uh, all of society for. When he could have been the one red state to show that, hey man, nothing's going to happen to you here, saying as as they did down in Florida and as they did over in Texas, but no, Tate had to take the money, and he bowed down to the to the to the prophets of bail.
2: So geez, sir, we're so sold out by our politicians. We're in bed with big pharma, big government, big business, big tech. They're all in the in who's together? And they're just so railroading us. Hey, uh, one more thing before I go. Um, uh, i would be really interested to see if you play excerpts from that uh, interview between uh, Joe Rogan and the uh, Malone, Dr. Malone guy. Yeah. It would be really interested to hear, uh, hear excerpt from that and hear your take on
1: it. Yeah, I, I, I was trying to figure out how to do that because uh, it is a three-hour, excuse me, a three-hour right. interview, and all of it is—I mean, he, he's dropping nuggets of wisdom and bombshells throughout i was thinking about doing the first 30 35 minutes of it uh mm-hmm. and uh we, we're still going to get to it because he's got a lot of okay. stuff out there thank you so much brother all right man great. thank you all right let's take a break we'll be right
0: back this is Clay Edwards with Auto Armor in Flowood, Mississippi. Auto Armor is the area's premier automotive detailing and ceramic coating shop. Auto Armor exclusively uses System X ceramics, and we're also an authorized installer of System X products. System X ceramics comes with a lifetime guarantee and goes onto your vehicle's Carfax report to potentially add increased resale value to your vehicle when you trade it in or sell it. Take advantage of our grand opening specials right now. We're offering System X ceramic coatings starting as low as $499 for cars and only $749 for trucks and large SUVs. We also offer headlight restoration, rim polishing, and paint correction. We're located right behind Merritt Health Hospital in Flowood at 4394 Mangum Drive. And of course, we're online at AutoArmorMS.com and on Facebook and Instagram at AutoArmorMS. That's A U T O A R M O U R M S. Enjoy the rest of this podcast and we hope to see you soon at Auto Armor in Flowood.
1: All right, folks, we're back. Hey, I want to remind you, good friends over at Rapid Tire Exchange, Ken and Dave over there in Clinton. When it comes to doing anything, dealing with the undercarriage of your car, your brakes, your tires, struts, CV joints, steering problems, Anything like that, they got you covered over there. And, of course, out front there, you got the Rapid Oil Chain, so you can get everything covered over there. I commend them to you highly. If you need a set of tires for any type of motorized vehicle, they got it. matter of fact, go online, rapidtireexchange.com, and you can see the selection of tires. And then if you don't see what you have or what you want, they can get it. I'm telling you, the Johnny on the spot. Not only that, you can schedule your own appointment while you're online there. Order your tires and everything to be ready, like clockwork. I want you to particularly you ladies out there, you're looking for a place where you can take your car and get the straight, skinny, uh, not worried about somebody giving you the the shaft, as it were. The good folks over at Rapid Tire Exchange, they do just that. Rapid oil change, the same way. And they've got like five or six locations throughout central Mississippi. So we encourage you, whenever you see this sign, make sure you stop by there and get some of the best service from some of the best people around. Rapid Tire Exchange, they're going into their fourth decade, dude. That's right, they've been around servicing the central Mississippi area for a long time. They've got a lot of long-term customers, and you can become one of them today. RapidTireExchange.com. Check them out. They're located 953 Highway 80 in Clinton, right across from the Walmart gas pumps, right across from Walmart. You can't miss it. You see Rapid Oil Change, and then back, Rapid Tire Exchange. And uh, again, they're both going to give you great service, all right? And matter of fact, remember, when you're getting your oil change there, you uh, you're not violating your manufacturer's warranty by getting it. Uh, everything's going to go into the system. And you're going to be good to go. So don't worry about it. Look, don't go over there and get the shaft from some of those high-end places uh, that's going to keep your car for half a day just to change the oil. Go to a Rapid uh, Oil Change, and they're going to get you in there now and out in about 20, 30 minutes. That's the how they roll at Rapid Tire and Rapid Oil. All right, folks, it is an open forum. Somebody called in here and reminded us that uh, – we, we called out George Floyd's name, but we didn't call out Ashley Babbitt's name. By name, we just said that white woman. So in the interest of sensitivity and uh, uh, diversity and all the other kind of stuff, uh, Ashley Babbitt was murdered by the Capitol Police, covered up by the D.C. Police and uh, uh, the FBI and Benny Thompson's committee. They're not interested in doing right. They're interested in gaining power, aggrandizing money unto themselves at the expense of everybody's freedoms. These people are corrupt, evil, and they're on the march. The only thing that can stop them are the American people with a resolved heart to remain free and fight evil wherever we find it, making no apologies for what we have to do and making no excuses for what's going to be done. All right, folks, it is an open form. Next hour, we got coming up, Sister Jenny Johnson. She's in the audience. She's in the uh, building actually right now, and she has brought her book up here, The Story and Teachings of Jenny B. Johnson. And, uh, you know, she's a Mississippi treasurer, and she is an institution. She's been doing a lot on behalf of what's right. Not what's white, not what's black, but what's right, and we'll be talking more with her here in the next hour. We're just encouraging you to do that. Also want to remind you the... Uh, Mississippi Legislature is in session. Uh, We're going to be getting some updates from some of the senators, from the uh, representatives and senators from the Freedom Caucus coming up here in the next uh, couple of days or next week, whenever they can get get free. Representative uh, Lee Yancey has filed a bill asking that the uh, uh, exemptions be made available for employees from the employer mandate for employees who can prove that they uh, don't have the virus But they'd have to bring in a a negative test every two weeks. You know, that sounds good and it's better than what we have. But the bottom line is we don't need to keep doing this. This is I mean, if you do that, you're accepting that this is some kind of pandemic still. It's not. At this point here, this is just a power play by people who, who basically who are in elected office to maintain power and control over people. They need to shut down all this crap. But that's just one man's opinion. Let's go to the lines. Let's go to the sage. Dixon, what's going on?
3: Mr. Wade, happy new year. How you doing? I'm doing
1: great, my friend.
0: What's up?
3: Look, just wanted to let you know, I hear you lamenting about uh, Congressman Thompson. Homer. One thing a lot of folks are forgetting. You just mentioned that the legislature is about to get back They back in session. That's right. One of their duties, if I'm not mistaken, is to redraw congressional districts, yeah, right?
1: That is correct, sir.
3: Okay. Why don't we put pressure on them to stop giving Benny a supermajority black district? And if his stuff is so great and so wonderful and so loved by all, let him run in a normally drawn district and see how well he how he comes out.
1: Well, that would be. But unfortunately, because of the federal laws under the Voting Rights Act, Benny is always going to have a supermajority district drawn for him because he's colored.
3: But I thought they did something a few years ago about that. You know, after Mr. Obama got to be president, and with the so-called conservative Supreme Court, if we're going to fight abortion, we need to fight all of this junk at once and get it over with. Challenge it. Darryl, he's been there all of that time and has not done one thing for the basic constituents in his district. I say draw his district properly. Don't give him a super give him a majority black great. Don't give him a super majority black district and see how he how he fares.
1: Do you know why he needs a super majority black district? Yep. Tell us why.
3: Because black folk I can't say that over the air, you're gonna get me in trouble. <laughs> Look, you be blessed and everybody y'all have a happy and blessed new
1: year. Thank you, Dixon. The reason why Benny Thompson and other black politicians have to have a super majority district drawn for them because black people are too damn lazy to go to the polls and vote. There ain't no more simpler than that. I mean, literally, that is the truth. They have to draw a super majority district to get enough blacks to come to the polls to elect a black from a majority district. You would think, well, that don't even make sense. Hello? This is what I'm screaming. That's like, Listen, at this point here, going into 2022 this is this is my message this is my mantra quit playing with black people Black people advance better further and with better results under pressure Black people can't survive we can't survive success we're we're dying now because we have too many options back when my parents was coming along if you caught on with a job somewhere, Baby, you worked until there wasn't no work to be worked. They'd have to chase you off the job with a steak knife. You didn't just walk off from no job. Nowadays, folks, you, you got folks who don't even think about it. You got folks who get pregnant don't even think about how they're gonna feed the baby. They just, I'm pregnant. Okay, well, what's your skill set? You were not taking care of yourself too good when it was just you. Well, you know. <laughs> I'm depending on Mike Madison, work an extra job, put some taxes up on the board there for a brother, for a sister. Now, so much of what we're doing now is just straight up foolishness. It can't be explained away, ain't no excuses, you know. We don't have anything to be proud of. What we're doing is just straight up stupid. And the evidence is everywhere. We got our kids running amok. Killing, did you see that incident up there in New, uh, up in Illinois? up there in uh where this uh young girl a young uh young couple young I don't know if they married boyfriend or girlfriend anyway the police came to their hotel room because there were something going on a light something was going on with their car so the police was coming somebody called and said hey there was something anyway, about the car and required police intervention police go to the hotel room that they were staying in they obviously were involved in some other Life of crime of course you know they were Democrats so you know there's some criminal activity going on there so they go knock on the door the couple inside a male and a female a young black couple obviously panic grab their trusty uh 13th apostle when the uh, doors open they put the gun in the police officer's face and start chasing them down the uh, uh, down down the uh, hotel walkway. Shot one, killed, uh, wounded him real bad. I think shot him in the head. And then the the female officer ran down the stairs, and somehow they caught up with her. They got the tussling. His gun jammed. They got the tussling. He got her gun. She's pleading for her life, and he shoots her in the head. And black people keep trying to say ain't nothing wrong with us. Uh, Kim, that ain't all black people I know. But there's enough of us where it's making a difference. It's like your weight. Just like me sitting up here eating these Reese cups. I can eat enough of these things and that sugar going to come down on me and I'm going to be scratching with my foot in, uh, in the next couple of days. There is a tipping point with everything. And we sitting up here trying to act like it ain't no big deal. Oh, it is a big deal. The black community is about to collapse. It's on the verge of collapse. And everybody's trying to say, if Tate Reeves would just do this or if the white people would just do that, baby. The devil's sitting on your shoulders. He's sitting right next to you in full regalia. He got devil tattoo on his forehead. He got the pitchfork and the tail, the horns, the red skin, and you don't even notice it. Mm. In the words of the old black man from Mississippi, some going to have to be dead. About this here situation. We're going to take a break. We'll be right back. All right, folks, we're back. Hey, I want to remind you, a good friend, Rita Jensen, real estate agent extraordinaire. Rita Jensen stands at the ready to help you out in the new year. Make that home that you're looking at selling sold. That's right. She can put the S-O-L-D in your home give Rita a call, 720-4037. Here 601, or find her on the web, RitaJensen.net. That's RitaJensen.net. As you know, Rita has been putting marketing muscle into the sale of homes, and she's uh, established quite a name for herself over the last three decades, and she can bring all that marketing power to bear on your listing. Give her a call today, 601-720-4037. And those of you in the Floyer, Bentonia, Little Yazoo, uh, Western uh, Madison County, Yazoo County, and other, uh, Rita's your girl. Pocahontas, Rita's your girl. She's got you covered. All the way from Clinton to, well, she does all Central Mississippi, but she grew up here. And, you know, Rita does a little hunting, too. She's an old country girl. Uh, She can get her done. So whatever your real estate needs are, you can check with Rita first. She's going to give you the straight skinny. She's going to run her lane. But if residential sales is what you're looking to do, Read as your girl. Again, 601-720-4037. All right, folks, coming up in the next hour, we have Jannie B. Johnson. And we'll be talking about her biography, the story and teachings of Jenny B. Johnson, formed by God and called to teach. She was formed by God and called to teach. And you know, she's held it in the road her entire life. She doesn't deviate to the left or to the right. She keeps it straight ahead. She cuts the pie down the middle. She's more diplomatic than I, certainly, in dispensing the knowledge and wisdom that she has accrued over her decades of uh, living. And she wants to impart it up until the day she dies, glorifying God in her walk and in her word. So we're going to be having her here in the next hour. We want you to listen in. This is going to be her story. I'm just going to let her just talk, you know, like I did on Monday, telling about my story. She's going to tell about hers. And of course, you know, she runs the caring and sharing school. So if you have a child that is not, you know, who's capable of doing better, but not because they've got, let's just say they've got an insulin attitude. They've got a tooth of some type and they need the caps turned around. She does it without laying hands on them, which is remarkable because, you know me, I always think a good swack with that hammer. will would do everybody a good. But anyway, she's got a different tack and approach and has been very successful. And uh, so just listen in to the story in the next hour. Uh, Our number here is going to be 601-879-0002. And remember, the legislature is in session, so be afraid. Be very afraid. Let's take a break. We'll be right back. All right, folks, we're back, and it is Thursday. Glad to be back here in the studios again today. And this is your host, Radio Strongman, Kim Wade. I am coming to you alive from W Y A B 103.9 FM. Folks, uh, using the full weight of my local influence, I have secured the presence of my friend, <laughs> Janie B. Johnson, a Mississippi treasure, and... Uh, the thing about sister Johnson is that many of you remember her from her articles in the clearing ledger and they all had one common theme that was present throughout all her writings and essentially do right, do right. The religion of God was is and remains obey me. And she has demonstrated that in her walk and in her teachings and she has a school there in Madison County called Karen and Sharing, 927 Robinson Spring Road. And again, they meet uh, on a, what is it, quarterly basis? No, no, we meet every first, three and, ma-
4: first and third Saturdays.
1: I know, but how many times, you know, you do it in segments, how many times a year?
4: Uh, well, it's about 17. Okay. 17.
1: Uh, yeah. 17. So they, uh, uh, your child will go there, and they're going to learn life. They're going to learn the things that you that, that you receive from the dinner table and for whatever reason was not able to pass on to your child. So your child is up there chest bumping you and rolling their eyes and mumbling and all that kind of stuff. Or she breaks all that up at the door. And she's got to wait. <laughs> Folks, check it out. Caring and sharing school. With no further ado, we have Sister Janie B. Johnson. and She has a biography here, The Story and Teachings of Janie B. Johnson, authored by Mamie B. Crockett another friend of mine uh we want to welcome you here miss johnson one more last. you know i think you've been on the show more than anybody other than dr k r rao but uh, okay. i think you 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 about okay. most interviewed uh, uh aside from being a co-host but well, welcome <laughs> welcome back okay thank you very much <laughs> well tell us about just tell us your story i'm just going to let you just tell it because again all your story is going to tie into the teachings and is going to tie into right. the book so just Tell us who is Janie B. Johnson. Where, who your people is, and who your mama name is, and where you come from, and all that.
4: <laughs> all right. <laughs> yes, I'm. I'm. Well, my name is spelled Janie, but I pronounce it Janie.
1: Yeah, it's easy to say. Uh-huh. It.
4: It's Janie, and uh, I'm one of uh, eight children. Mom and Daddy got married first, <laughs> <laughs> then had these eight children. Later, uh-huh. I stress that because. Uh, that's basic core. That's
1: old-fashioned.
4: Uh, that's and, out of style. Life is old-fashioned. <laughs> Breathing is, too. <laughs> Eating food, too. Oh, that's all. Anyway, I, I, I stress that because if we don't say it, the children won't hear it. And if we don't write it, they can't read it. And if we don't show it, they can't see it. And really? that was 100% of us. So I didn't make that up. That's right. <laughs> they have to be said. So I'm saying things now. And for 22, I'm planning to really say. So my mom and dad got married and uh, had these eight children. Uh, way after the nine months, way after the nine months, and um, and uh, uh, we grew up on the, on the place there. What was so good? My grandfather Nelson Battle, owned the land. He bought it.
3: Mm-hmm.
4: Cost him his life indirectly because he was considered an uppity nigger. So mm-hmm. th- th- he bought it in two, in 1904. Mm-hmm. So that's not too slow, too far from the slavery time. So, anyway, he uh, lost his life. Uh, How much land anyway. was it at that time? Uh, nearly uh, 300, um, almost 300 acres of land. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, uh, anyway, when you own land, you can say what you do and not do. And they insist that we go to school. But there was no school for us black people in, in South Madison County. My grandfather built a one-room school out of his pocket.
1: Which which still exists today, folks. Right. Right.
4: Yeah, that's where we are now with my school. With my school. He built the school out of his pocket with the neighbor's help now we had some good carpenters. Mm-hmm. we had some good everything in our community
1: well back in back in those days, most of your trades were dominated by black people. The building oh. trades was yeah. pretty much predominantly black
4: okay mm-hmm. well, I didn't know that, but mm-hmm. I just know in our neighborhood they were super good
1: mm-hmm.
4: and uh in, in in building i'm in I have some of that work they did <laughs> they, mm-hmm. I, they actually did for us in the fifties but it um we grew up there and my that <laughs> place where we are was considered kind of like a a cultural hub because we had sun, church on Sunday in that little building, had school through the week, and my daddy could read and all and interpret, and interpret things for, for people, so sometimes they bring the mail for him to interpret for them. Mm-hmm. And um, he was also an herb doctor, so he also had meds for them because we had no transportation to get to a doctor, and we might not can get into a doctor. If we didn't have the money to get to, to right. the doctor. And when it rained out there, you couldn't move because we had nothing but mud, 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 <laughs> no gravel none <laughs> so um and we walked to school and my daddy insisted we have perfect attendance and so we had to walk in the mud and we didn't have good rain gear either but we had to go to school every day That's a that's a uh a tradition my daddy set up and uh my son followed the same legacy that's, a, that's another story but he too he had 16 years of perfect school attendance mm. and um uh, he had to music and all that stuff but but that measles and, mm-hmm. and uh, chicken pox, all that stuff, would come during the holidays when he was off anyway, so he was able to go to school every day. But we grew up there. My daddy just said in his mind he wanted his eight children to finish college. And he was making $500 a year, cash a year, mm-hmm. not a month, in a year. We raised everything we needed, all the food we needed, the meat we needed. We just had to buy stuff like sugar and um. Mm. Baking powder, stuff like that, flour. Right. But we had, we could make our own grits and mm. and, and meal. Because we had Mr. Manuel Phillips, who lived in the neighborhood, he took care of the grits and the, and the meal. And then my dad took care of the molasses. He had a molasses meal, we still have mm. it, that he made the molasses. And then Mr. Willie Adam down the road did the carpentry. Mm-hmm. And then we had, had another lady who did the hair. Mm -hmm. They had another lady come, Miss Doc, her last name is Jones. She did dress, she made clothes without a pattern, Mm -hmm. just measured with a string Mm -hmm. and did it. We were super great. Mm -hmm. I mean, see, what I'm saying is I grew up with that greatness, Mm -hmm. and and I miss it. I miss it for the children. They don't have that richness that we had. Mm-hmm. All around us, people doing good things. Well, it
1: things. kept them busy. It kept everybody busy. Yeah, yeah that's true. <laughs> well, a whole lot of free time to get into the devilment or anything.
4: Well, now, now, let me tell you now. If you have a mind for devilment, you'll find the time. <laughs> now, now, i I like to tell you.
1: Because
4: those men, as uh, we said, those men worked uh, like son to son or six to six, and they still had time to make 16 babies. Right. So, well, you do what you want to do with your time. And uh, I found that to be true. But, uh as i said we had my, my mom and dad had four girls and four boys and i'm the second I'm the fourth child and the second daughter coming mm-hmm. from the top okay and uh and we, we, we something my dad had built uh i think that my mom dad really built a, a Family connection with us. Daddy would not allow fussing in the house. We could not fuss. Not fight. Mm. To this day, we never had a fuss. Mm. Eight of us never had a fuss, a, a, a quarrel among us. Ooh. Never had a quarrel. Daddy wouldn't allow it. He said that a man's house should be where he can find peace. Mm, true and that. so Daddy, Daddy didn't do it. And they believed in whipping, but they didn't do it. Right. <laughs> they didn't <laughs> have to.
1: They
4: didn't do it. Yeah. And he said that if you... Teach your children right and live before them the same teaching, he said they'll pretty much do the same. Mm. And I'm of the same mind.
1: Right, right. If
4: you teach rightness and your children see you practicing, they'll pretty much do the same. Mm. And a lot of people talk about peer pressure out yonder. Yeah. No, we had peer pressure up in the house. Mm. And that's more powerful.
3: And held
1: you in good state. Yeah,
4: that's right. So we, we uh, Daddy said that and we just didn't argue. We, all of us, all of us, pro- all of us were programmed to do right and go straight. Mm-hmm. Inside, out of sight, and in the cover of the night. So therefore, when we saved what we say, we meant it and we
1: did it pretty much. So 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 uh you grew up in South Madison County over there off the Springs Road, the Robinson's yeah, and all right, that. Yeah. yeah. So so what else was around how far did you have to go to go to a store? What was near y'all? We had go, mean, right now we got four sixty three and all these roads going to and fro all through there. Well, the
4: nearest little storefront we had store, uh were five miles in Pocahontas. Mm-hmm. And then we could go to Florida twelve miles. I go to Madison, five miles, mm-hmm. and but we had no transportation other than a wagon, mm-hmm. and uh, no car. So, uh, so that's that's. And when we go to go to town, it was just a one store. Five by one store. Mm-hmm. I think there are two stores. We had, I can I know the name of the people too, but they had two stores, and um, we were all black. We had the Coca man on the south side, and we had Mister Winters on the north side. They own land, but we had black land who mm-hmm. had sharecroppers and renters. Mm-hmm. Uh, one, man, one black man owned 5,000, the other black man owned 2,000 mm-hmm. acres of land. Wow, that's mm-hmm. a lot of land. And where Annadale Anna is, I actually picked cotton there. Mm-hmm. Where Annadale is, mm-hmm. uh, I picked cotton there, and chopped cotton there. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and up there near Mansdale. Uh, like Mansdale. Man's Man's Man's, Mansdale. There was a little store up there, too, but mm-hmm. we, didn't, we didn't go that way to, to the store. And when we would now one thing about it, we would go to when we go to town when we did work in the field and go by the store where the white people were in charge, we had to get in a certain kind of mood, mm-hmm. uh, mode, one or whatever, because we were afraid we knew it, it was something. I know when we get to Jackson, we had to. Had you the, didn't m- know what you not know what to, could happen. Yeah, yeah. Mama and Dad had to set us set us for going to Jackson on Ferris Street. That's pretty much where we could go on Ferris Street and Payne Store where one we could go. But if but white man served us, and we could um, we, we, we could go there and feel pretty free. And uh, he had a bus that came out to the country to pick us up, mm. to take us to Jackson. Payne still
0: mm. had a
4: bus, Payne bus. Mm-hmm. They come and pick us up on Saturdays. And we just get over there. My daddy sold peas and butter and beans and stuff like that because we always grew up more than we needed. Right. And so he would ride the wagon to the bus stop and get on the bus with all this stuff. And then um, then my brother would ride the wagon, bring the wagon back home. But that's the way we did it. He uh, he did the herbs, and he did the trucking. We call it truck patching.
3: Mm-hmm. Truck
4: farming, I mean. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay.
1: And uh, so back then, so where did y'all go to church?
4: We went to New Lake, 11 miles away. <laughs> so therefore, we couldn't go but once a month, and we had to go. 11 in miles the, in a
1: wagon. How how long would that take? The,
4: well, uh
1: Oh, uh, y'all had transportation. No,
4: maybe? no, we. Bought, my uncle had a car. We thought he was rich because he was making forty dollars a week. <laughs> forty dollars a week. What did he do with all that money? What could, so, Uncle Nathan had a car that we could ride in, and he. But he wouldn't allow so many. So many So mm-hmm. he just had five. Mom so it, and Dad took two. And he didn't go shifts, huh? Go shift. That means at max we would go to church six months, right. six, six times out of year, right, right? Because we had to take turns, if, it, if the weather was good, right, on first Sundays. Mm. So that's what we went to do. The dad wouldn't let us go to church in the neighborhood. Right. He said, oh, he said, he said, the worst place, he said, I don't want children to see, because he knew everybody. Mm-hmm. He said, I don't want my children to see church folks leading and doing stuff they shouldn't do. Right. He said, that's the worst place for a child to see things not right. Right. So he said, no, and in the home. He said, mm. home and the church can mess up children.
1: Mm. Folks were talking <laughs> with Sister Janie B. Johnson, her book, The Story and Teachings of Janie B. Johnson. She's here in the studios with us and I believe today is her birthday.
4: No, next month. Next month. February 5th.
1: February 5th. Okay, I thought today was your birthday. Mm. Well, uh, early happy birthday to you!
4: Yes, and I'm, I'm going to be 82.
1: 82, young woman here mm, in the studios yes, with us, yes. and she all those herbs and all that uh, yes. uh, natural food she been eating has held her in good stead. God yes. bless you.
4: We didn't have to. Uh, uh, Dad, medicine kept us well until we left the house. We didn't. We, we mm. had no dental knees. Mm. Mm. No, uh, daddy was able. He had medicine for everything. We had probably had all of. It. Mm. My brother had a sore to the bone. Daddy brought him through. Mm. My mama sprained her back. Mm -hmm. And my daddy brought her through. He knew what to do. He he was good. He was good at what he did. Wow. Mm -hmm.
1: Well, we're talking with Janie B. Johnson. Our number is 601-879-0002. As I remind you, she conducts and runs the Caring and Sharing School, 927 Robinson Springs Road. Uh, They've got some events coming up, too. We'll be talking about those before the hour's out. If you want to talk with Ms. Johnson, have a question or comment, 601-879-0002. All right, folks, we're back. Janie B. Johnson's in the studios with us. The story and teachings of Janie B. Johnson is the book, the biography by her sister, Mamie B. Crockett, Dr. Crockett, and uh, we encourage you. Now, where can the book be picked up? Amazon. Amazon, um, for sure. Okay, Amazon. Um, mm-hmm. But
4: I have, I don't know whether the other book uh, book outlets have them or not. I, I did check with one, one place, and they said they had not gotten it in. But, um, this is, I've had friends to get it off of Amazon. Okay, and mm-hmm. then
1: you can all stop by. I always call uh, Dr. Johnson there at the, uh, 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 what, what's the number there at your school? 601 856
4: 2611.
1: Okay, 856 two, 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 two,
4: 2611.
1: One, one, mm-hmm. Also, folks, I want to remind you, our good friends over at Smith Marine, you think about doing anything on the reservoir this spring, summer, or right now? Smith Marine is the first place to stop for all your watercraft needs. Folks, they're right there on the res, or you can check them out on the web, SmithMarinesales.com. If you need repairs, you need service. If you need anything dealing with a boat craft, watercraft, or anything like that, ski-doos to pontoons, they can take care of you. If you live on a houseboat and need repairs, they got you covered. Smith Marine's been doing it, and doing it well for years and years and years, and they have many satisfied customers. Check them out today. Smith Marine Sales. Dot com. All right, we're talking with Janie B. Johnson here, and uh, Sister Johnson. Okay, you gave us the uh, uh, a little bit about your upbringing. Uh, continue on wherever you want to start at, and uh, but again, we do want to get to your school and uh, what's going on with that. But what's going on with society, Sister Johnson? I mean, everybody keeps saying what we need is another program, another program, another program. What say ye? No, it, 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 that's a little late mm-hmm. when you get a problem.
4: Like dealing with people. Now, I heard Denzel Washington say this about a, month, a week ago. So he said, um, he said they don't lock up seven-year-olds. So what did you, your parents do with the child up to seven? <laughs> he said, you talking about what we're going to do with children who are in the street 15, 20, 15 and 16, and 20. That's a good he said, one. He said, what, what did you, where were you all? Where's the daddy? That's right. Now, see, we have minimized the importance of marriage.
1: Mm-hmm.
4: Now, it took two to get them here. Mm-hmm. And it's going to take two and some more to raise them. Mm-hmm. But see, we, we, we lie to ourselves. And we, I got an article. I gave you a line. Yes. It's, 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 I, I told my son, who, grandson, who was 12, I said, that the greatest temptation you're going to have is lying. Mm-hmm. He was surprised. Mm-hmm. The greatest temptation we have is lying. I like that. Mm-hmm. That's the greatest temptation. Mm-hmm. Lying makes you. you don't have to be responsible when you're lying. Uh, you, can say, uh, you can say, Jane, you owe me $50. And I can say, no, I don't.
3: Mm-hmm. And
4: I don't owe you $50. And you just have to suffer that, and so we we are, we are lying. We're, we our children are, are afraid of their own flesh, like they could not be in charge. No, mm-hmm. you're in charge. Nobody put you know nobody putting a, a gun to some, these children's heads and telling them to be bad, unless they've already gotten involved in something. Right. Then it you know involved. But what happened to the children at, three, at two years old and three years old and four and five? And I and this came to me too who's raising the children mm-hmm. now we put them in daycare 6 weeks old two 2 months, 2, two uh, years old and all like that but daycare is what what daycare promises to raise your child
1: mm-hmm. they probably promise to keep them from killing themselves yeah. and harming themselves that's about it.
4: Yeah. But, but, see, the child needs to be raised. Mm-hmm. Now, see, my husband, I chose, before we got married, if we ever have children, I would be a stay-at-home mom. And I'm a professional teacher. Mm-hmm. But I, we, we we decided. But I thought we were going to have seven sons. That's what I thought <laughs> we would going to have. I wanted seven sons. To have. I wanted to raise seven husbands. <laughs> that's what I wanted to do. But we had this one son, so I said to my husband, am I supposed to stay home with this one son? He said, he needs you full-time, just like any other child. Well, right. And I stayed there until he finished high school in '90. 94 or 93 one and um and we had devotion Now a lot of christians do a lot of talking but they don't look at what they're doing we put things on the wall uh, uh, brushes on the wall in his bedroom so he could see it mm-hmm. and then uh we had devotion every morning we didn't have big time devotion we had little slits of paper uh, uh it, was, it was a little loaf made like a loaf of bread a little ornament made like a mm-hmm. loaf of bread with a lot of a little card, card right. little scripture on both sides right. so my son read one side my husband read one side and I, and I talked about it because they both were eating at the breakfast table right. so and we did it every morning until he got to college then my husband took over and had the uh, father and son and my husband always cooked up that breakfast on Saturdays they did that Saturday thing and which was good too but it's important you can't, you can't raise children by telling them what to do no, it doesn't work like that. It has so to be it sounds
1: like, like it's a time thing. It is. You got to put that time in.
4: It has. It's like a slow rain. You get a, fa- a, fa- a fast uh, shower, it'll wet the top of the ground, but it doesn't soak in. But you get a, a slow rain for three or four days, it'll go down. Mm-hmm. It's the same way with children. Mm-hmm. If you can True teach that. them slowly for four or five years, they have a pretty good grip on what should be. Mm-hmm. You mm-hmm. see? But see, they have different... People at the daycare, they have a great big old turnover. Mm -hmm. I I worked in one. They have a turnover. They have all these voices coming at them. Then they have TV, all the grown folks talking to them. Now, when we were coming along, it didn't matter how many grown folks talked to us and what they said. Only voices we heard were mom and dad.
1: That's right. Well, you know, and to that point, so much of what uh, you hear me talk about here on this program uh, and elsewhere is what I learned at the dinner table. That's why I can speak so adamant and, 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 and strenuous about the positions I take because the people who told me what I believe and what I know, they did it at much cost to themselves. Right. And so I'm not going to take the word of some stranger over what my mother and father told me,
0: yeah. you know, I
1: mean, they yeah. can give me facts of, old oh, Kim, it's going to rain, it's raining right now, and it's going to rain mm-hmm. in the morning, they're your meteorologist, I can accept that. Yeah. But things that deals with the universal and spiritual principles that govern life, Oh, I'm going to take their word over Dr. Fauci or Joe Biden or Donald Trump or anyone else. So I'm not trying to be uh, recalcitrant or hard-headed or anything. I just believe them. Them. I believe
4: them. And see, when I was dating, I could (coughs) give mama voice. you know. Mm -hmm. I wouldn't let a boy take me. I mean, why would I let a boy take me down lover's lane to do what? Mm -hmm. Lover's lane, dead, dead, to do what? Mm -hmm. And why would I go to a boy's room nowadays, go to a boy's hotel room? Without a chaperone to mm-hmm. do what, mm-hmm. and then call myself a decent person. See, that's mm-hmm. a, that's a lying business.
1: That's right. What you say? That's a lying business. <laughs> I meant to write that down too. <laughs>
4: yeah, we, we like we mm-hmm. will call ourselves. I'm good. I'm a good mm-hmm. person. Mm-hmm. I'm a good mom. Good mom. What you measuring by? Mm. <laughs> what you measure? I'm a good person. Oh, uh, you can't measure yourself by yourself. You have to have to stand. Oh, there you go. You have to have to stand above and beyond.
1: Mm-hmm. Yourself. Measuring yourself by yourself.
4: Ooh. So we all pass that way, get nothing done. Mm. You say I'm a good person. I said, what are you measuring by? And you have a baby by Tom, Dick, and Harry, <laughs> and they saying my dad is better than your dad. It's a mess up in the house, yeah. and I know a little bit of that too.
3: Mm. Mm.
1: Folks, we talk with Janie B. Johnson. The story and teachings <laughs> of Janie B. Johnson's on Amazon, and you can call six zero one eight five six twenty six eleven and get it directly from her. She'll be glad to fellowship with you. I tell you what, it just it's just a fountain of wisdom, and uh, and, and and it's a matter of fact a delivery that she offers this wisdom. It's not high hatting. It's not trying to show you what she knows and what you don't know. It's what's good for all society, and you know we're missing that now. We just don't have the the mothers and uh, and, and adults that that care. You spoke about uh, how your brothers and sisters are able to get an education simply because. Somebody saw something in yeah. them. Yeah, they
4: were good students and they were good, uh, good people,
1: mm-hmm.
4: uh-huh. and they, they work. I mean, they just like I, my 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 aunt who sent me to college. She didn't say have to tell me you need to stay home and do your work or you staying out too late. She never had to say that to me. Mm-hmm. At nine o'clock was my curfew. She never did give me a curfew. I gave. My, I told my children, if your parents don't have a curfew for you, give yourself one. Mm-hmm. Set your own standards.
3: Mm-hmm.
4: I said, and you you can decide. I'm not going to talk back at the ugly to my mom. Then you can decide on your own. You don't mm-hmm. have to be mean to your mom.
1: Hmm. Folks, we're talking with Janie B. Johnson. Uh, you know the your aunt. I mean, you said your aunt. Uh, she paid your full ride for your education, right. for College education, and then uh,
4: uh, and married me off to.
1: and married you <laughs> off to And then you had some uh, other siblings. Uh, people who helped them go to Alcorn, helped them go to Jackson, Jackson State. State. Yes. Sir. And uh, folks, this is what I keep saying. You know, mm-hmm. everybody keeps screaming about uh, racism or somebody don't like. It. All you have to do is display the fact that you have some good home training. You know, you occasionally run across kids like that uh, at the Krogers of working, or uh, I know Jason's Deli used to have uh, just a college, uh, just kids who would just seemed to be really well reared, and uh, those type of people you don't mind helping. You want to know what are mm-hmm. they doing? When I was in the hospital, there was a young man used to bring food to the to the room. Mm-hmm. He, you could just tell his parents that. He was. Mm-hmm. It turned out he he was a single. His his uh, single hum, uh, parent household. His mm-hmm. mother, but he had a good work ethic. He didn't have the crazy hairstyles or the sagging color. pants. His clothes was fitting him fitting him right. Mm-hmm. And uh, you know, I asked him what did he was trying to do. He said, "Well, I'm going to be going to junior college when he finished up high school." And he just had a good attitude. And those type of people stand out now. Right? They just stand out, and you know, people want to help those folks. This is what I'm saying. It ain't about You having somebody's got to do it. You mm-hmm. you conduct yourself where people want to do. We, it. Want, to do.
4: we want to help. I I, uh, I know we had uh, in our church we had students going to college. We'll buy a book for them. We said mm-hmm. when you get to, get to find out what books you need, we'll buy a book for. You. We'll help you. We'll do something mm-hmm. to to encourage them. We'll buy books for them because books are, the college mm-hmm. textbooks are very high. Yeah. So we'll buy a book buy a book for them to help them out. But uh, when you get into the race stuff, uh, that's a that's a no ending problem. I don't even get into that. Mm-hmm. I just say if we, regardless of color, we would. Take the golden rule, do unto others as you have them do unto you. We'll make it all right. Mm-hmm. We, we'll be able to, because we're not going to agree on everything all the time. Husband, wife, and don't do that either. But we can uh, just forgive each other. Now, that's a good one. Forgiving each other is a good one. Mm. Now, that'll keep a relationship going. Mm. We need to learn how to let go. Hmm. Because uh, you just need to be forgiven. Something right. you can't fix. There you go. Now you we just... can't go back and fix slavery and all that right. stuff. We can't. Right. And those dead people, are dead, they're not bothering us now. That's right. So why should I beat up on the people who live in now for stuff we cannot fix?
1: Well, you know, the, and to that point, Thomas Saul made this point that I just came across recently about you know that people picking that scab, as it were. He said the people who do the social justice and the critical race theory and all that, he said all they're doing is violating the word of God when God had admonished us against the seven deadly deadly sins, Mm -hmm. envy being one of them, jealousy Mm -hmm. being another. Mm -hmm. He said that's all that's incorporated with the social justice and the critical race theory. They want you to be mad at this person or that that group and be envious of what they have and that somebody else needs to come in and take what they have and give it to you. All that is prohibited under the word. And so he keeps pointing out to the fact that we can't recognize evil in the devil anymore. We just, the devil could be sitting right there next to it. Yes.
4: <laughs> but see, what I had to do, because I, I was mad too, because I actually experienced right. it. Right. I didn't read about it. You lived it. I lived it. I lived mm-hmm. it. There was no spark of light. But Dr. King and Rosa Parks came along, I was full grown, married and teaching school. So I was full grown mm-hmm. when they came along. So I lived it. I, I I I I saw, mm-hmm. you know, I saw I, I experienced going to the store right there in the Little Pocahontas when I bought my stuff, and I, they wouldn't give me a bag. I had put it in my dress tail, and mm-hmm. other people got bags to put mm-hmm. that. And I said, "May I have a bag for for put in?" No, you don't need a bag. So I had to put it because you know, if I had a nickel, I can get five different pieces of candy. You right. see, uh, ten cents. You know, everything was penny or nickel, and I had to do that. I experienced it, and I was mad about it, mm-hmm. and I had revenge in my mind. But see. I couldn't be a Christian and have revenge, too. hmm See, now I, I hear a lot of people talk real hard about God and all of that. But in that social talking, and small talk, I can tell they haven't gotten over it. They haven't mm-hmm. decided. Right. And see, what I did was I didn't wait. I'm not waiting for the whites to apologize, apologize to me. Mm-hmm. I gave, forgave him. I chose to forgive mm-hmm. to set me free. And I had a teacher, Dr. Irving, um, Ira Young, one of my college professors. I did a lot of psychology mm-hmm. courses, and it was in personality. He said, it doesn't matter how justifiable, your anger uh, your, your anger, is towards somebody. He said, but it's going to do you greater harm first before it hits the other
1: person. There you go.
4: And I said, oh, my goodness. I, my, I said, I've already been held back generations
1: I I don't to like
4: hold, hold my own self back. <laughs> well, see, you know With what? Memories.
1: And that's what, when I talk about the black community collapsing, that's one of the reasons why it's collapsing, because we're violating universal and spiritual principles as outlined in the word. We're holding that in. We're justified. And then we got the media and others telling us that we're justified in that anger. But yet it's, it's, it's a cancer that's slowly eating us away. Yeah. Let's take a break. Our number. 601
0: 879 0002. We'll be right back. This is Clay Edwards with Auto Armor in Flowood, Mississippi. Auto Armor is the area's premier automotive detailing and ceramic coating shop. Auto Armor exclusively uses System X ceramics, and we're also an authorized installer of System X products. System X ceramics comes with a lifetime guarantee and goes onto your vehicle's Carfax report to potentially add increased resale value to your vehicle when you trade it in or sell it. Take advantage of our grand opening specials right now. We're offering X ceramic coatings starting as low as $499 for cars and only $749 for trucks and large SUVs. We also offer headlight restoration, rim polishing, and paint correction. We're located right behind Merritt Health Hospital in Flowood at 4394 Mangum Drive and of course we're online at AutoArmorMS.com and on Facebook and Instagram at AutoArmorMS. M O U R M S. Enjoy the rest of this podcast, and we hope to see you soon at Auto Armor in Flowood.
1: All right, folks, we're back in the state treasure.
0: Uh,
1: not the state treasure like in the state treasure who counts the money, but a state treasure for the state of Mississippi because of her commitment to uh, touching the lies. And folks, what she's doing is just it used to be called home training it used to be common ordinary in fact it didn't even stand out other than the absence of it would stand out but now we have to make special efforts to try to pass it on and she's doing her part being the watch woman on the wall to bring forth the word and jenny johnson the people out there love you we're getting text messages and mm-hmm. folks who recall and uh, somebody actually did you know somebody named flunky do i thought they were trying to be funny
4: no <laughs> <laughs> yeah he was a good he was a good man Mm-hmm.
1: Yes. But uh, anyway, um All right, so we got society has all these problems. What if they gave you a magic wand or they gave you the authority to to fix society's problem, but you only got one or two ways that you can do it or one or two things. What would you suggest? What what would you Fix
4: do? your home so mamas can go back home and raise their children.
1: Mm-hmm.
4: Uh, and then and change the way uh, face speak to the way p- women dress today. Those are two things I say right now.
1: Uh, you have you, you think there's something to be said or something lacking in their dress?
4: Well, if men are still attractive to women as they used to be, uh, we just have to. Women need to give some attention to too tight, too short, too revealing. They have to. Mm-hmm. That's what they told me. The old people told me to cover up because uh, there's not men don't need to be looking at all that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So uh, I believe them. Put your clothes on. And you don't go out there with all that showing. And I yeah. guess men have got numb. I don't guess. I don't know if they're numb or not. Because well, I them.
1: think it's just the general society. I mean, it, it, to, to me, some. I mean, it's 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 hard to look at some of these people. I'm thinking. I was in Walmart a couple weeks ago. We week can have the. Not only did the woman have on house shoes and pajamas, she had the blanket over. I mean, like a cape. And I'm saying, really? I mean, yeah. you. you <laughs> Where else you got to go that you had to come in here? just, you know, this fan. She have rollers yeah. in her
4: hair, too. Roll, oh, she, she, her. she had
1: on a popcorn bag, one of those, uh, okay. One of those, uh, look like Jiffy Pop bags on her okay. head. And and I'm thinking, man, this is,
4: woo, see, see, that's let down. Pickings are slim. That's laid down the standard. You have to take pride,
1: mm-hmm. take
4: personal pride in, in, in the way where you dress and where you present yourself. And, and, you don't just do stuff because you can, mm-hmm. and uh, as I say, when people give you something, you don't take it off just because they're giving it. You right. know, you don't take it all. Because I go in places and they look at me as an old person and say, yeah, I just give you this cup of coffee." I said, "Well, today I can pay for it. Let me go." You know, huh? I pay for it because I can. Because one day I might not be able to pay for it. Somebody coming along who needs it, uh, they said, "Let me pay for it. I'm gonna buy you the fish dinner." I said, "That's okay. I can pay for it today." Mm-hmm. I said, "Maybe next time." Yeah. But I'm just saying because somebody offered me something doesn't mean I have to receive it.
1: That's right. You see, that's right. Somebody said. Were you the candy lady? Did you sell candy? No. Okay. Not, not <laughs> okay. <laughs> no, I've been teaching all my life. Every <laughs> time I'm teaching yeah, all no, I'm my life. Yeah, no, I'm talking about, like, you know how they used to have the little candy store in the community, you know, they no. selling candy.
4: No, that's we had one, Miss Candy, Miss mm-hmm. Candy mm-hmm. had a store in our community, mm-hmm. and she sold stuff, but that back in the Back in, in the, the long 40s. time ago,
1: yeah, yeah, he was... Younger, too much younger.
4: But I'm gonna say yeah. some, uh, look, yeah. I am want to say something about my school. What yeah. I like about my school, what I like about my school is I like the attitude there and, and the cooperation. And I don't have as many students since COVID-19. I'm bound down by 10. Mm-hmm. I usually run by 25 to 30. But now, see, I'm running 15 to 20. Mm-hmm. And that's down. And I, I, I tell people all the time, you don't have to commit to my coming. You can come one time. But if you want to see a difference your children, bring them twice. Mm-hmm. If you bring your children twice, you'll see and hear the difference. Mm-hmm. This come twice, and I like parents to stay in the classroom so they can repeat things I say to children, because truth remains the same. It's simple, it's easy to follow, and it's so rewarding. Mm-hmm. It's, it's a good feeling to know that when the police, if the police behind you with a blue light coming, you know it's not because you're speeding, or you don't have your insurance, and you don't have your license. You know, it's so good to know I have my license, I have my, I have my, um, my insurance card Mm -hmm. and uh and I'm doing all the right things. Right. You don't need to go and experience trouble to know it. You already know that if you go without your license or go without your insurance you can have Mm problems. So so I'm saying in my school when my children learn right from wrong and once they learn to think and that's what my objective is in the school to cause them to be thinkers. Mm -hmm. Because no one teacher, no matter how many you have can tell you everything you need to know. Right. So they're thinkers. But once they turn on to thinking, you can't undo it.
1: That's right. That's and, right.
4: And, and thinking, and because I teach them to think, and, and, and thinking will cause you to think other ideas. They, it, it multiplies. Mm-hmm. And see, and, and it, 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 it's just good. It is. It, it's just good.
1: Folks, we're talking with Janet B. Johnson. Uh, when are the classes going to start for the next uh, session?
4: Now, the, the, the so second semester starts in February. It's the first Saturday, which is the fifth, of my birthday. February fifth is the and the third Saturday. First and third Saturday, that's what we have. Now this month, January, uh, New Year's Day, New Year's Day came in on the first. Right. So uh we had to move it. We will meet Saturday the day after tomorrow, uh the eighth. We're gonna meet on first second and fourth Saturdays this month. Mm-hmm. But that's not our regular schedule. First and third and we do not cancel. Right. First and third. Then we on the third Saturday in uh February we're gonna have our Founders Day, we're talking about old history and stuff like that. Uh, it's an in-house um, meeting because our place is small. Mm-hmm. But in in May, we have an outdoor community meeting. We have it outside. So uh, that's in May, the first Saturday in May. Everything we have at the school, is either on the first Saturday or the third Saturday, just because that's when we meet. And right. it's, the time is 9 to 10, 10 to 11, 11 to 12, one hour. When those children sit there and listen and think they are tired
1: mm-hmm. after an hour, because mm-hmm. thinking is hard work. Mm-hmm.
4: It's harder than digging ditches.
1: <laughs> it is. Uh, our number 601 we got a few more minutes with sister johnson what we're gonna do is take a break now folks i encourage you to stop and get the book you can go to amazon uh janny j-a-n-n-i-e b johnson the stories and teachings of janny b johnson and uh it'll give you a good idea what the kids are going to learn in the school because these are her life lessons that she's living have lived and she mm-hmm. wants to pass on to others let's take a quick break we'll be right back All right, folks. Janie B. Johnson's in the studios with Miss Johnson. We're gonna have about four or five minutes. I'm gonna let you have the floor to impart the wi- words of wisdom. Bless us with your words, whatever they may be.
4: I would like to say to your listeners, uh, come and check us out. Uh, it check us, check us out, and it costs you nothing to come and check us out. You come if it's nine. The address is nine two seven Robinson Spring Road, uh, Madison, Mississippi, and it's, it, the building looks like a home because. Uh, it, it was a school, made like a rectangle. Then it, um, it converted to a home. Then went back to a school, and now it is a school. And uh, I need, I need, I can take ten more students, uh, and uh, we can work on. A, some people give me money for a scholarship. We, we work on that too. And
1: it's not that much. How, how, how much is it a session?
4: It's fifteen dollars for a session for mm-hmm. hour. Yeah. Uh, and then uh registration is thirty five for the whole year. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So anyway, we need to. Uh, so I would like for parents to come and check me out. And and see, no, you children don't have to be bad. They okay. don't have to be bad to right. come to me. Children are innocent. They just don't know. Right. And I I get them informed easily.
1: All right. Let's go to Friday. You're on the air.
3: Hey, I'd mm-hmm. just like to say to Mrs. Johnson, uh, God bless you for what you do. Um, it's, it's no telling what kind of difference you're making in, in children's lives and the next generation, their children. And second... Would you consider running for governor? <laughs> thank you, brother. Appreciate you. <laughs> thank you. Thank you, ma'am. Yes, thank
2: you. <laughs> yeah, you,
1: you, That's not your lane. Your lane no. is touching lives. No, no, no. Well, let me ask you this here about the school. You guys have some projects going on over there. Uh, t- t- tell us about the projects you're trying to get done with the, with the school. Yes. Electrical, plumbing, all that stuff.
4: Oh, yes. That, uh, that we have... We need electrical work repairs because I got this electrical work in uh, 2001, I think, but it needs some repairs. Some of the sockets are out, and I have that. And then I have a screen-in porch. One side of the screen needs to be reattached, and uh, the board that's holding it has rotten, and it needs to be replaced. I have the wood, but I just need manpower. I just Mm -hmm. need labor Mm -hmm. there to do that. And uh, we want to tuck point the chimney. We had chimneys, Mm -hmm. fireplace. I want to keep that because the children need to see stuff like that. Mm -hmm. They need tuck pointing. Mm-hmm. and and uh we have uh, we have these uh, little outhouses not not toilet houses but storage houses where we keep old stuff uh they need uh repairs too I just need and since my husband is not working he's not as yeah, active as yeah, you. can't do that he can't anymore. do that now they, i'm i'm really missing him because mm-hmm. he kept all of that up for us, so we need that kind of uh kind of care and kind of work well maybe and, um,
1: m- uh maybe our good friends over at delta technical college they you know they they've been real helpful over the years. Uh, some of the folks in the electrical class over there, uh, or if they got a brick, I don't know if they have a brick mason class over there. But if any of the local colleges, junior colleges, have a brick mason class, the CDC, if you know somebody over there, uh, this is a good project for them. Uh, you know, to come out and help out. It's not a whole lot. Like I said, replacing some outlets and stuff like that. Yeah. It's not a major.
4: It's not serious, just to have time. But anyway, I really want people to this year 2020. I mean, yeah, 2022. I really want people to check us out and see and, and I, I, it's not my school doesn't have like it's not a detention school so mm-hmm. don't have to, i don't want my child to go there and i'm not a psychologist or a psychiatrist so you can't say i had to take them to get counseling mine is just plain like you said earlier just around the table talking we sit at the table and talk and have conversation and but it's amazing how the lord has blessed his children just listen they, mm-hmm. they listen to me real well and i ask them what did i say mm-hmm. they know i'm gonna ask them, what did i say and they right. had to repeat it back to me that's right mm-hmm.
1: that's right and as i said before I, uh this is for kids. I mean, they're getting the life lessons that you were blessed with. That's why you were able to be successful. Mm-hmm. That you, The success that you obtained because you learned those life, life lessons. How to show up on time. No. How to write your name. How to fill out a check. All those life skills that these kids are not getting. And they'll stand out. Amongst yes, those will. other applications on, uh, on the person's desk, simply because they have those skills. Right. The Caring and Sharing School is located at 927 Robinson Spring Road. It's up on a little hill there. You'll see the mailbox, but look up the hill there. You'll see the, uh, the right. property there. Mm-hmm. And what's that number over there? Eight, uh,
4: 601 mm-hmm. 856 six, one, one.
1: And you can get the book if you call there. Ms. Johnson will be the one answering the phone and returning the calls on the voicemail. We encourage you to support this operation. And again, if you have a child, a grandchild, or just a child who you know could use to help $15 $15 for one hour and you, they can stay there all three hours if they want to right. and get the lessons and, and again, this is a great opportunity to get that old-fashioned home training. It's like the Cracker Barrel of education. You can go <laughs> there and get all the stuff that you used to to get back in the old days. Yes, sir. Sister Johnson, we want to wish you a happy birthday in Thank advance you. and wish mm-hmm. you the best. Tell, tell your husband I said hello and Mamie and uh, Walter and everybody else that, you know, we send a, send our love.
4: Okay. Thank you. Thank you. I appreciate being here.
1: All right. Well, my friend, we appreciate you. We'll see you on the next time. Like I said, she's probably been here more than any other guest mm-hmm. other than Dr. Rao, and we hadn't heard from him in a couple of years. He's retired now, so I guess he's probably running back and forth, running over the globe like he used to. Mm-hmm. Anyway, we appreciate you, and we'll be coming uh, back in about 22 hours. We'll
0: see you all on the radio. Thank you for listening to the Kim Wade Show podcast. Tune in daily from 4 to 6 p.m. live on 103.9 WYAB in Jackson, Mississippi for the live and current Kim Wade Show. You can call in at 601-879-0002. We'll see you tomorrow right here on the Kim Wade Show.